0: I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey friends, um, I wanted to do a different type of um, topic today, but I think right now this is when the coronavirus has kind of been going on. Um, Here in my county in Georgia, we've all been quarantined for a little bit now, um, and I know we have the rest of this month, at least until April, before we're uh, let out, I guess. Um, And so I just really wanted to do a uh, topic about peace today. Um, I think a lot of times when—and I guess it all kind of plays in together— Like uh, the first episode, which was about joy. But um, just again about our circumstances. I think a lot of times when things happen, um, we start really getting anxious. We start um, fretting about what the future might bring. We can even start becoming really paranoid and imagining things that haven't even happened yet. And so um, I think, as always, it's important to visit the Bible and see what the Bible says uh, about it. Um, me and my older kids, my two older ones, the one that's, uh, 15 and the other one will actually be 17 in a couple weeks, which is kind of sad in a way because, um, you know, as you're quarantined and, uh, we can't really go anywhere for a birthday. And I know they're, the seniors in, in high school are really having trouble because it's, you know, their senior year, um, and they're kind of missing out on, on things. Um, but it just, it kind of all plays in together. It, it all has to do with our perspective. There, th- there are things that bum us out, but really when you look at um, what the Bible has to say, you really then see what God's perspective is. I believe because God is sovereign and he's omniscient, he knows everything, um, everything here that we experience in earth, he's either allowed or appointed. Um, and So, uh, me and the older two are studying the book of Daniel right now, um, which is a great book anyway, but especially when you're going through things, um, you can see how they handle things and God's perspective from it. I'm probably going to say that word a hundred times this episode, uh, but Daniel, um, chapter three talks about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I think we're all pretty used to that story, but just in case you haven't heard of it, um, king nebuchadnezzar put in a decree because he made this false idol and was like hey you know if you don't bow down and worship this you're going to be thrown in the fiery furnace and so they were caught not worshiping this false idol he's like all right well I'm going to burn you up now. And so in uh, Daniel three seventeen through 18, their response says, uh, If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So they're basically saying, you know, our God is mighty, and he is able to deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we're not going to do, um, you know, what's wrong. And so I think the way that applies to right now, specifically with this coronavirus, is that, you know, I pray every day, um, and I'm sure y'all do too, just a hedge of protection over my family, that God will keep us safe and healthy and cast the enemy away and just all the good, nice life prayers (laughs) that you pray for your family because you care about them um and I think when you really look at what comes into life it's not all nice happy things um there are some trials and tribulations you know some people they're either diagnosed with cancer or the kids are or people you know die every day from car wrecks or abuse or just really awful things and um and so sometimes we have to look at at the world and at God and say, "What is it that I believe? Do I believe because I'm a Christian and I'm a child of God that nothing bad can happen to me?" Um, or you know, is there a, a bigger point here? And again, we can get into more of why God allows suffering, uh, but that will be <laughs> that will be pretty uh, long if I also add that into this one. Uh, but. I believe that, again, everything's either allowed or appointed by God. So with the coronavirus right now, um, it has been allowed by the Lord. Um, Obviously, that's why it's here. He's sovereign. Um, He's the king of all. Uh, He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. So um, there's nothing beyond him. And so he's allowed it for some reason. The other thing that I believe is that it's not about our comfort. It's not about... Well, it's not about us. The point of life is not about us. Um, It's about our love relationship with the Lord and us glorifying God through our life. And so you ask yourself in every opportunity, um, how can I glorify God in this situation? And how can I grow closer to God in this situation? I, of course, still pray for health and safety for my family. But I pray even if God doesn't deliver me, just like what... um, those three guys are. Why can I not think of their names? I know their names: <laughs> um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Even those guys, when they were saying, um, "Hey, God's big enough to deliver us," but even if He doesn't, you know, we're still going to follow God. We're still not going to, you know, follow the world. And so we we say the same thing: Like, Lord, please don't let us get sick. Please don't let my parents get sick. They're older, um, but Lord. Even if you don't deliver us through these things, we still will worship you and we will still uh, grow closer to you. There's a quote that says, there's a big difference between praying away and praying through. And I think that is true in any situation. But a lot of times we pray for things to go away or for God to give us stuff. So, you know, Lord, please take this cancer away. Lord, please um, bring me wealth um just these things that are usually as hard as is is to say but fleshly desires these are all things that benefit us and and not necessarily bring god glory now god can use things for glory but i think our prayers should be a little different like hey lord um i want your will to be done i would love for you to take this cancer away um but even if you don't deliver me, Lord, I will still worship you. I still want to glorify you and and show me what um, opportunities you want me to take so that I can do those things and what I need to do exactly to walk with you in what you're doing and be a part of what you're doing and not necessarily making our plan for our earthly kingdom, if that makes sense. Um, I think this also applies... Anytime, <laughs> usually the Bible's good like that. Uh, it applies anytime, but um, sometimes uh, scripture speaks to us louder at certain points than other times. Um, but Ephesians 5, 14 through 17 says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, so that's uh, watchfully, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So again, it's kind of like, wake up, open your eyes. It's not about this earthly place. Um, If you have been saved, you've been bought with a price. You've been purchased by the blood of, of Jesus. And so... We need to open our eyes and look and see where he's working and, uh, and try to... I know that as humans, we still worry. Um, we have, you know, all these emotions and, you know, we care about our family and our friends. And we don't have uh, the same understanding uh, or, you know, big brains like, you know, God does. Uh, but there's another Bible verse, verses, it's uh, Matthew... 6:25 through 34. So buckle up. This is a little long one. Um, it says therefore I say unto you take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink nor yet for your body what ye shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment behold the fowls of the air for they sow not so not neither do they reap nor gather into barns yet your heavenly father feedeth them are ye not much better than they which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature and why For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So again, if you look at verse 33, it says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. So, if you are seeking God's will and seeking His kingdom, um, if you're doing that first, then God will take care of your needs, and that's all you need to worry about. Is really, where's God working? <laughs> what is He doing? What does He want me to do? And and God will take care of the rest. Um, a lot of times we have it backwards. Oh Lord, if you will just give this to me, or if you'll grant this for me, then I promise I will do this for you. And it's, um, wrong motive, number one, but, uh, it's also not how it works. You got to seek God first. And just like the loving father he is, when we are walking alongside of him on the path that he's, you know, carved out for us, then He's going to take care of everything else and we don't have to worry about it. When we go off the path into the woods and get lost, well then, yeah, I mean, he's not going to be able to really give us what we need because we just walked away from him. Um, And then 34 when it says, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow should take thought for the things of itself, sufficient unto the day is evil thereof. So don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow is not even here yet. You know, you're in today. Live in the present. Look at the present. There's plenty of things going on today, um, whether it's, I mean, the enemy is in every day, um, but God is in every day. And so just look presently and say, um, what can I do uh, to walk with the Lord? What can I do to make sure I'm not walking with the enemy um, against the Lord and striving against the Lord? So just to kind of recap, you know, I think. And every day, no matter what's going on, we seek God's kingdom first and his glory and our closeness with him. And he'll take care of the rest. Um, And then some other more practical things that we can do. Mm, Not more practical because the other things are are just as practical Um, and if not most important. But um, just remember that in our time with the Lord in the Bible, that renews our mind. That helps us remember what the perspective is when this world starts talking loud I mean you've got things in the news and Facebook and you know movies what your friends are saying you know the gossip around town or just whatever it is you've got this wealth of information coming at you at all angles and a lot of times it's a lot of hysteria and paranoia and maybe there, are you know things that people generally have genuinely genuinely for the love of Pete, that word um have a reason to be upset about but a lot of times they're looking at things through the lenses of their flesh and of the world and there's oftentimes no hope in it and so if you can just stay in your bible every day um, i'm not talking about reading these little devotion books those are nice but that's supposed to kind of be like the cherry on top you know you need some meat and potatoes from the lord that's like actual Bible verses, um, and again, I encourage you to start in John if you haven't read the Bible before and just at least read one chapter a day, just at least one chapter a day, and just really soak it in and let the Holy Spirit talk to you so that you can have your mind renewed and you can have God's perspective, and so when you hear all the stuff in the news and whatever your friends are saying and if your mom's freaking you out or whatever, you know, you can just be anchored in God and, uh, and have His hope in his eyes, um, in his wisdom. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, obviously pray, um, pray. And, um, this verse is a common verse. Um, but there's a reason why it's Philippians four, six through eight, be careful for nothing, but in everything, everything, that's my emphasis by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So, pray about everything. Uh, Praise God, and let your requests be known unto Him. And the peace of God, that doesn't even make sense. That is like, beyond any circumstance that you're in, people are like, why in the world are you calm about this? Um. You can say you have God's peace. It passes all understanding. It's going to keep your heart and mind in Jesus Christ when everything else doesn't make sense and everybody else is freaking out and um, maybe horrible things are happening around you, but you know you're anchored in Jesus. Um, And that last verse in 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. So there's some black and white and gray areas that Christians like to kind of play around with. And um, that verse in itself just tells you how important it is to be watchful of what goes in your mind. Um, I believe your mind is a battlefield, uh, amongst a lot of other areas in your life that are battlefields, but Satan, if he can get a foothold in your mind, um, he can have a field day and just really defeat you. And so it's very important by, you know, what you listen to, what you watch, what you read, uh, the activities you're involved in, it's all going to influence you either towards God or away from God. So you just have to really be, uh, on guard in those things. Um, and if you are feeding your spirit and not feeding your flesh then you're going to be thinking the way god wants you to think and you're going to be more hopeful and you're going to be less defeated about things you'll have the victory in jesus because you're feeding your spirit when you feed your flesh it's totally opposite and uh you could probably do a science experiment. I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest it, but you can probably think about a time in your life where you watched garbage, you thought about garbage, you know, you gossip, you slandered each other, whatever, and it infects you affects you inside. Well, and it does infect you, right? <laughs> but um but when you feed your spirit and you're, you know, reading the Bible and praying and you're listening to praise songs and you're edifying each other, you can see that there's a difference in your outlook in life and your relationship with God, and your relationships with others. So I think that's just uh, really important. And then the other thing I was going to say is to reach out to your neighbors. Um, It's important to reach out to your neighbors anyway. (laughs) Uh, It's what God says. He says, love God with everything you got, and love your neighbor like yourself. Um, So we should be doing this anyway, but especially in these times of crisis when the world is losing hope because they don't have their hope in Jesus, we can reach out to our neighbors and tell them about the hope Um, that we have in Jesus, and the Bible verse that goes with that, uh, Matthew 25, 37 through 45. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered and fed thee, or thirsty and gave thee drink when saw we thee a stranger and took thee in or n- naked and clothed thee or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee and the king shall answer and say unto them verily i say unto you Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren ye have done it unto me then shall he say also unto them on the left hand depart from me ye cursed and to everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels, for I was hungered, and ye gave me no meat, I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink, I was a stranger, and ye took me not in, naked and ye clothed me not, sick and in prison, and ye visited me not, then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered, or thirst, or stranger, naked or sick, or in prison, or did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. So I I just encourage you that um, if you don't know your neighbors, get to know your neighbors. Uh, Reach out to them. Introduce yourself. That's a good idea anyway. Um, A lot of times people want to uh, not get to know their neighbors and just kind of mind their business and uh, not feel awkward. But you know what? Get over it. Uh, That's just what we're called to do. We're called to um, love our neighbor. Go make disciples of all nations, and you can't by just keeping to yourself. But as Americans, it's kind of what we like to do. Um, but God's calling you outside of that. So just start with your road. Um, be the missionary that God has planted right where you are. And so you can start with your road. You can start with your neighbors and both sides of you if you haven't done that already. And just uh, introduce yourself. Let them know. Um, I know right now with the coronavirus, nobody wants to be touching anybody or being around anybody um and so you can call them if you have their number you can put a note in their mailbox and just let them know who you are if they don't know and your phone number and that you're here for anything that they need um you can also buy extra stuff if you can when you go to the grocery store uh, whether it's eggs or toilet paper or whatever it might be if you can get your hands on it milk and um and then offer it to your neighbors if they need it Um, and then offer them hope, uh, through Jesus, tell them about Jesus, um, share scripture with them, offer to pray with them. But this is a great opportunity to, uh, to show people the Lord and to grow closer to him yourself, but for other people to do that as well and for God to use that. So just find the opportunities to glorify the Lord and, um, and just remember that you can rest in Jesus and his peace. And you can allow God to use you uh, to bring other people peace through Jesus. So just look for ways to be his shining light. And as always, if y'all have any uh, questions, feel free to email me. It's walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And um, hope y'all's week goes well.